10,000 walks a year. <laughs> well, my walkout Fitbit. How many, how many steps did the crowd take tonight? Amazing if you could track your bombs. Like I'm sure there are some like OCD oh, comics that do, but like sure. if you had like a, a watch that would be like you bombed eight times this year because uh -huh. and it was honest with you because there's so many people that don't they're they that was a pretty good set right watch no it was all no <laughs> you got if it it could register your last per yeah, minute that's last how you can do exactly. it exactly instead of your steps it's your last yeah you can how track many laps <laughs> maybe we get more people to be honest with themselves and quit no. <laughs> All it would get is more comedians going back to the store they bought it from and saying it's broken. Or we get comedians posting on social media, just broke my record, 80 million last per minute. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, it's like the new sort of comedians in cars showing you their, their uh, odometer. <laughs> their odometer. Their odometer. You know when car, you know when comedians are like 450,000 K on the old cutlass, baby. <laughs> And you're just thinking like that means you drive everywhere. That's not good. You're, the driving, old you're driving everywhere. everywhere. Nobody's flying you one gig. No, you're not on WestJet. You're not even on fucking Flair. No, Flair has never seen your name. Yeah, there's two levels of comedian braggery that is like eye roll worthy. Yeah. One at the airport. Like, oh, I'm at the lounge, Air Canada Lounge. Or oh, the, you know, yeah. The, the braggy sort of like, you don't need to know what I'm doing, but I'll be in the air if you need Here's me. Here's a picture of me in my pod. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not actually in the pod, but I got on early with the kids. <laughs> I took a couple photographs up front before the <laughs> lady said, get up. back and coach, you fucking goof. Get back to coach. So yeah, there's the one, there's the comedian level where they're bragging at the airport, and then there's yeah. the odometer reading. That I is drive, the, I'm that. such a road dog. Yeah, road dog. <laughs> Look at these roads, and you're just like, that's awful. That's it's like sad. truckers don't do that. No. Oh. You think truckers are in their big Mack truck? Like, here we go, on the grind again. Well, maybe they are, we don't know. Do you know many truckers? truckers? on my Facebook. I don't know we many should truckers. Have more. You know, that's really what's Truckers most... are the best people for podcasts. Calling all truckers. Listen to this podcast. This podcast is dedicated to the truckers of North America. Thank you for your service. <laughs> no, don't, don't listen to it when you have a load on. You know what I mean? Listen to it on the way home. <laughs> when you got your when load on. When you're off. empty. Yeah, when you're empty. Because <laughs> I don't want you to fucking listen to this and go, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> Shit in the back of your truck. People don't want to kill themselves. We want to kill ourselves, but not our oh, listeners. They're no, laughing. You shouldn't die. I'm kidding. You should live forever. I don't know about that. No, you shouldn't. I would never want to live forever. No, not with those knees. Not with these <laughs> knees. Give them too much trouble. You're gonna fold. Too much trouble. What the hell am I? What did, I do? What, did you, what did you do last weekend? Well, we were both in Calgary at some point. That's I right. was in Regina on Friday. A casino Regina with uh, oh, okay. Bob Hugh and Jen LaBelle and um, 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 Jeff McHenry, and it was very fun. Oh, really? Yeah. What was I doing? I was at the Calgary Yunk Yunks. All weekend long. I came on Saturday mm -hmm. because unfortunately the Chicks Ticket Show had to get canceled because uh, KJ, the lead singer, got really fucking sick. Was he thinking it? <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. I, well, I don't think he I was. Just think, you he's know. like never missed, like, I think he's missed two shows in his like 15 years of doing it. So I was like, I yeah, know. I just think it's like maybe he pulled off like some kind of weak ass Chris Cornell. <laughs> What's you know, that mean? Instead of killing himself, he just called in sick. Oh my god, don't say shit like that. If you're going for We're it. We're gonna have him as a guest on this it. podcast. And when we oh, are we have a, oh yeah, we have a live taping in Calgary, they're coming on for sure. <laughs> okay, we won't. 
Yeah. I think we'll do a live taping gallery. Yeah, yeah, Jess wants us to do it because, and I always need to really? shout her out, Angie, lovely Angie. Yeah, yes, Jess loves lovely. us, and they want us to. They wanted us to do it this weekend. Oh, but I, I couldn't come on Friday. I think she, the, the, that was one of the, I heard about, she was golfing one time and she hit a, um, she hit a bird. Yeah. And then the round was over. That's why you don't want to golf with girls. Because if they <laughs> kill, an animal? kill an animal with a ball they hit. They're going to go into deep spiral depression. They're not going to continue to golf. Mm -mm. Right? <laughs> Whereas a group of males, you could kill an they animal They take a with picture a of it. And they go like, golf. oh shit, oh, and then yeah. they would just keep golfing. Yeah. Right? They wouldn't take a fucking emergency cart back to the bird. <laughs> <laughs> Doing CPR on the bird the whole time. Live, oh, bird. live bird. I saw a video of a farmer bringing a pig back to life. Like, oh, I don't know what was prayer? going on. <laughs> yes, through magic <laughs> of prayer. <laughs> I wonder how many fucking farm animal miracles we're missing out on. We're like, not praying for them? Well, no, where they did live miraculously. And we didn't yeah. give a shit because we just wanted them dead so we could eat them. Exactly. That's why the whole time I'm like, what? Well, but he he looked like this pig was his baby. He was like, it looked like it was still alive because his mouth was moving, but he was like shaking it. He's like, live for me. He was just smacking was it. He said, live for me? Yeah. Don't die on me. Don't die on me. You need to gain one more pound and be worth it. Don't die yet. <laughs> but it was no, kind of, you're not fat enough to kill. He just rubbed it back to life. I, you know, have you thought about ever being vegan? I would honestly love to be vegan, because uh, I, I really don't like killing animals. I really don't. But no. uh, I just, I'm trying, I try to be less meat eating, because I, I do love animals. It's not a diet thing for me at all. I, I don't yeah. care. I just, I don't, I don't like killing animals and then eating them. Some people are into like animals that were, you know, like, oh, as long as they were free range, right? They got yeah. to run and then we kill them. Like, is that better? Yeah, it's a little better. The worst would be a guy who's like, I eat a lot of meat, but I only eat meat that was strangled to death. <laughs> you know, like Isn't somebody that... had to fucking. Doesn't put kosher their arms meat is kosher meat? Throat. Because they cut the throat? Isn't Overall, that what I think? Is that what that means? Yeah, but you know what religion does to animals. I know, these poor animals, but whatever. Um, no, I, I try not to eat, you know, I try not to eat meat, but it never works. Would you be it's a vegan? Really, no, because no. of milk and, you know, cheese milk and, and cheese. Yeah. Right? I'm sorry about that, but there's no way I can live without milk and cheese. Yeah, no, I'm sorry guys. Sorry, <laughs> sorry whatever animal provides <laughs> that. One time I was at the farmer's market downtown, and there's a lady with a, I might have told this already, but a lady with a vegan cheese booth. And like everybody's like walking the long way around it, like trying to get oh. as far away. And she's standing in there and she's, and literally, and this isn't, she didn't say it as a joke. She goes, please just hear me out. <laughs> it was so funny, but I'm like, I've never ever in my life had vegan cheese. I'm like, yeah, this is passable as cheese. Oh yeah. I saw something similar to that in the West Edmonton Mall food court. Yeah. Very recently. Yeah. There, you know, cause you know how poorly... Japanese places do in that environment, right? When you're surrounded by Can chicken and fried stuff, and then there's like one lonely Japanese place. Yeah, that's trying to get people And they're people like, to... come on over here for something that's just as unhealthy and takes longer and is a little grosser. <laughs> and makes you feel like you're eating healthy. Yeah, but not really because it's so covered in sodium and sugar. That's true. So the so this lady was I walked by to go to another restaurant, of course. <laughs> and she's like, free sample, free sample! Oh, like she was just, just sticking it in my face. For it. And then I sat down near her uh, empty uh, restaurant. She glared at you. And she no, she everybody that came by, free sample, free sample. And I was like, that's the difference between an employee and an owner. 
never do that. Employee would never fuck with that. No. But the only like, so you could just see the desperation on her face, like trying to keep this fucking business alive. Shitty meat kiosk open. Oh my and just God. screaming free sample at everybody that goes <laughs> And nobody took one. So does that mean that all Cinnabons are in trouble and run by their owners? <laughs> they could Because be. they're always out there with the free Cinnabons. Well, and the worst part is she's saying free Cinnabons. Like, you're, somebody's offering you free food. Yeah. And everybody said no. Yeah. 100 people walked by and said, I don't want free. Whatever you, whatever you have, I don't even want it for fucking free. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. So then who's going to buy your shit if you're like, please fucking She's She's trying to be a Costco sampler, but she's not that yeah. good yet. I don't like Costco, Costco samples. They're, they're creepy. Well, that well the rest of the world would beg to differ because they're lined up. You know how people like hover when, oh, maybe it's coming out of the toaster oven. Maybe I'll get a pizza pop. And it's like, it's kind of like horrifying. If it's a, if a Costco is busy, it's like people will circle. Like it's weird. We become I, I, major fucking animals at Costco during sample have, time. I think if you eat it, then you have to touch the product. That's that would be my rule. If I owned it, I would say like, okay. If you buy the product, if you eat it, not buy oh. it, but touch it. Just touch it. The you know, food? like so. Yeah. So if you eat a little wiener, <laughs> you know. I How mean, many times have I been Kathleen can't eat hot dogs because she always thinks they're going to squirt even if there's nothing in them. <laughs> but it's so not like if you eat a tiny wiener and then you go, hmm, that was nice. Yeah. You can't just leave and continue shopping. No, you have to buy you it. You have to, no, touch whatever oh. box the wieners are in, you have to hold it. And look at it? Yeah. And read something about it? And read something. Learn and, something. And then go, hmm. Maybe next time. <laughs> yeah. So you, yeah, you can do that. Okay, but, but you, you have, have to do yeah. that. So there, every kiosk thing would have like two employees. Yeah. One that serves it to you on a tiny red fork. Yeah. And then the other one that hands you a box. Teamwork. And then you have to go, holy shit. Teamwork makes the dream work. And then you have put it back. So if you don't want to buy it, <laughs> yeah. oh, guess where those are normally located? Over there, go put it back yourself. Oh my God. Yeah. You think that would work? Maybe. I don't think I could ever be a, I could never work at some place that like sampled aggressively. Like I worked at Starbucks and you had to stand out with a tray of drinks and you just, you just stand there and people would take it and you just go back inside. But uh, like if I had to like, if, oh, this is an example. So there's a place in Vancouver, I think it's called Casa Gelato or something like that, but it's got over like 150 flavors of gelato. And like the big thing is you go in and sample whatever you want as mm -hmm. long as you're buying. I mean, when I'm buying gelato, I want over 100. <laughs> but can you imagine how annoying that would be just if you get this one wiener and it just keeps going and you're just like constantly you just have to stick with this guy too because every time people try to leave to go to another person they're like uh, excuse me i'd also like to try the saffron yeah. like it's ridiculous that place i would lose my mind as an employee because some of the people that go there are so obnoxious yeah my favorite ones are the ones in airports you know oh, that's credit be, cards that's and stuff the worst like like, yeah, because, I mean, and you're in an environment where you're like, excuse me, and every single person has, like, the easiest excuse of all time. Yeah. I have a flight to get. Yes. Like, so, <laughs> you're, you're trying to sell a product, and every potential customer has the ultimate built-in excuse. <laughs> I'm running late for a machine that takes me to another <laughs> area. There's a machine that flies, and I have to get on it if I'm late. So they can't get anybody. Who's going to sit there? No, I, 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 I never say flight when I'm there. I'm always just like, I already have a credit card. <laughs> oh, no, I go right to the flight. Sorry, <laughs> Winnipeg. Winnipeg, can't miss me. Do you hear that late call for <laughs> Ching Sung Pao? That's me. <laughs> Is there like, because in kiosks at the mall, they have those 
some of those places will be like, but it's, I don't know if it ever happens to dudes, because I know it's for like this skin cream that you always walk by and they're like, you need some skin cream, and then, or so a hair. Kind of, right? yeah. Well, yeah. Look at you, you need yeah, skin you cream. You can really use this shit, bitch. Or they have like a, <laughs> I should name a product that. You could really use, use this, this shit, shit bitch. bitch. I'm gonna start my own skincare line and that's what it's gonna Perfumes be called. Perfumes that are insulting. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This will make your ass seem less fat. <laughs> and then it's just <laughs> perfume. And then what it's intended to do is when men smell it, they, you look thinner. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're about 10 years away from that type of perfume technology. Just like hypnotic perfume? Yeah. You just breathe it in, you go, whoa, she's 93 pounds, man. <laughs> so it's like, I don't need fucking leg day or back day. You want 93 pounds? No, I mean, not ideally. No, God, no. But You're not one of those guys that goes, you gotta fit in between this and put oh, their thumbs. Have you ever seen that? Guys do that? Oh, yeah. But, but she has to fit what? Like her waist? Her waist in no between. Way. Yes, fuck you, no way. Like the center of, like. Yeah, from thumb to thumb, wide spread open. Whoa. <laughs> spread wasp. <laughs> spread, <laughs> spread eagle. <laughs> And like here, like your hips? Yeah, though, like your your oh, yeah, there. Here. Okay. She's oh no, hips now. You can have a fat ass. Like that is that's changed. But like oh, I mean, man. when I was growing up in the nineties, you had to be like anorexic. Yeah, have a flat ass. Fuck. An old man's ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> flat ass. Guys like no ass. No ass at all. <laughs> what happened to your generation? Like asses are the yeah, best. Yeah, no, remember in the nineties when guys hated larger asses? They hated them. No, they didn't. You weren't allowed to have one. What, the school told you? Like, were you in jail for a large ass? You weren't allowed to have one. You weren't allowed I mean, to have a large ass. I didn't see a lot of fat ass jails opening up filled with fucking fat ass jails. <laughs> angry chicks. <laughs> it's not that big. You're, you're in lockdown. You got a solitary confinement ass. <laughs> Throw that turd cut into That's the most awful and disgusting and amazing thing to call an ass a turd cutter. Is somebody called turd cutter? Oh, you've never heard that before? I've never heard turd cutter. <laughs> Come on. I really haven't. No. It's also. Jim, have you heard, you've heard turd cutter yes, probably. It's also. I mean, I'm from a small town. We don't, <laughs> we don't talk about our turd cutters. <laughs> we don't cut them. It's one long we just turd. Slide it out. <laughs> yeah. We just sit down, our anus is open. Well, the end of a rural shit is just your lower intestine peaks up. <laughs> and then you push it back up. Is it because you eat more vegetables on the farm? No. <laughs> we strangle our animals and eat them without skinning them, so we get a lot of fur in our teeth. <laughs> Oh, sweet Jesus. Oh my God. No, I can't. There was like 20,000 people in my town growing up. That's what kind of town? And you came from like a rich part of Edmonton. No, I, I, we lived in like, well, it's really nice now, but when we were living there, it wasn't like, it was like middle class. Yeah, and, and then, then you moved, it really stuck this game up. Soon as the McGee's got out of there, as soon as the McGee's finally. divorced and everyone left, um, it was, uh, they finally, our house was worth a million dollars. What do you think is the best age for parents to get divorced? Oh, as young as possible. Yeah? Oh. Like how old were you when your parents divorced? I think it was like 13 or 14, which is the worst fucking time. Yeah. I don't know what it's like for guys. For, I, do, I can't even, I can't do relationships at all. I'm terrible at them. And it's because yeah. I, like, I had to witness it my whole life. Like, they should have divorced when I was two. Yeah. But I, I, just I think it, fighting and I don't think, think you can really them. blame, I don't think you can blame your parents though, because when, I, when you think about, whenever you talk to people, they talk about their parents fighting. And usually, yeah, 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 usually yeah. frequently. So it's obvious that the problem is being in a relationship, period. 
right? Yeah, like yeah. if you're in a relationship with any, even your dream guy, think yeah. of like within 10 years, your dream guy would make you roll your eyes two times a day. Oh, of course. Nobody is ever like always forever in love yeah. like this person. I know, I know. But so like, relationships are just um, but not... it's how people handle those relationships. So like if you if you're have parents that talk shit through, so they still kind of love each other, then you witness that. Or if you have parents that just like don't speak to each other for weeks at a time, sleep in separate built bedrooms, like, and then eventually divorce because they don't even want to try anywhere. This it's how they handle their relationship. Because every yeah, every fucking relationship is awful at some point. Yeah, it's just people. Different people can handle it differently. Like some people are good at talking shit out, and some people become silent. <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah, that's the strong silent type, Kathy. Mm. That's what guys do. <laughs> Where they just, they just shut, shut up. down. <laughs> and then um, yeah, and then wait for you to break up with them. <laughs> that's called cowardice. What do you do? That's called cowardice. What would you do to get someone to break up with you? Um I don't know. I would pretend I cheated on them. You pretend you yeah, cheat. I wouldn't even <laughs> <try>. <laughs> You're like, I wouldn't even cheat. No, I would just pretend it's exhausting to actually fuck somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> like I would just have fucking straight texts from nobody. Send me another pussy pic, Rita. And then send it to no one. And then, my, and then I'll let my wife find it and be like, "Who the fuck is Rita?" And I'd be like, "Oh my god, you know about Rita?" Shit! I thought oh, I was so careful. Oh, I thought I deleted that. I would, yeah, I would pretend that I was having an affair. Oh my god. And then she'd be like, you fucking monster. But then she'd come at you, if you're married, she'd come at you for money. Then I'd be like, prove I cheated. And then she'd Rita. have, well, she'd have all the Rita texts. <laughs> yeah, but she, then she'd be like, I'm gonna go find out where this Rita bitch lives. <laughs> and then fucking not even really, huh? Like, so you really it. thought it all out, I it, I mean, Actually, I haven't thought about this ever before, but it is a good idea. <laughs> It's a great way to get out of a relationship because yeah. it's so quick. Right? Yeah. It's a, it's a mandate. You're just taking, you know, like if you want it to be over, because that's the thing, if you break up with her, then she's all crying. Yeah. And, oh my God, no, we have to make it work. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, maybe we Can. Then should. Really yeah. You know, and yeah. Then, but then if you just rip that mandate off, if you just let her find nine pussy pics you found online. <laughs> yeah. On your phone, and she could be like, "You motherfucker!" And then you're like, "What? What? I didn't do it very many times. Just it was like uh, it was only two years." And then she'd be like, "You fuck it!" And then she'd leave, or she'd kick you out, and then it is over. It's officially yeah. over, and you've done it in fucking an hour. I mean, that's Doesn't pretty. That sound smart. That's pretty smart. I feel like all relationships should have like either a five to ten year. Opt out clause. No, you don't know, They have to end. No matter if no, it's a, yes. I say it has to end. Hey, I was in a relationship with a guy that we like had an expiry date on it because I was moving. And it was the best way to break up ever because we were both like, yes, this is another work. And it was also like we have a countdown and everybody thought it was cute, right? And then we yeah. and then we separate we broke up, but it wasn't like a tra- it was like my least traumatic breakup ever. Well that's because you guys both like played by the rules you set out initially, yeah, which yeah, most yeah. people would not do. Yeah. They'd be like, okay, let's just do this and then in a you know, nine months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not- true. Like somebody'd be like, okay, like a lot of guys yeah. would be like, I'm moving with you. 
But if you knew you had to, okay, so what about if you had served in five years and by the fifth year you had to either prove that you should stay together or, or prove that you should separate? Hmm. I don't know. I like. I think I they just, should do that. It'd be funner. I just like the idea of an opt-out clause where like you get to sit in a room yeah. and then you go, no, I don't want to keep going with that. Yeah. And then you never see each other again. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it and wasn't then, traumatic. But I feel like it would make it less traumatic if you knew, okay, I have five years with this person. Let's hopefully make it good five years. And then it's nice to for you to be sad about losing somebody because then you don't then another one comes along and it's fun. I don't know. I think that's the best thing ever. I guess so. But then you gotta meet all these new people all the time. That's amazing. Well, okay, so this is not for Sean. No. And then once you get to forty seven, right? Yeah. Now you're on your But you got other forty seven year olds ready to ready to date. Everybody's single at the same time and everyone has to get in a relationship at the same time. With a different person. A different person. And they have to choose a different sexuality. Sure. That'd be fun. And it's all thrown into a computer. straight to panda, gay to... You don't even get to pick the person. This is like that TV show right now. Oh my gosh. Um, it's on uh, Netflix. It's called Love at First Sight. And like people don't see each other. And then they get engaged. And then they really? get to see each other. It's all... Yeah, it's fucking... Look at... Jim's eyes just rolled so hard his head on stuff. It's stumbled. called arranged marriage. It is! And now yeah. they even have said that at some points. But I'm like, I, you watch this thing and they're like... They have like a week to get to know each other. And then they're... Oh, hey, yeah, would you marry me? And they're like, sure. Uh, and then one of the couples... I don't care if it spoils it. This, one's, this has been out for a couple weeks. So one couple... Uh, it's this uh, guy who's bisexual and he doesn't tell her until like after they've gotten engaged and everything. What a jerk. But no, like, so then he tells her and, and uh, she's like, oh, okay. She didn't even have a negative reaction to it. She's just like, well, it's just, okay, that's something I have to think about if I'm okay with that. And that's fine if she wants to think about that. That doesn't mean anything. It just means that she has to make her own decision. And then this guy gets all like, fuck this bitch, she can't even, I don't want to be with her, blah, blah, blah. And then he just like antagonizes the shit out of her until she like gives him the ring back. She's like, wow, I just dodged a huge bullet. So that girl's fucking lucky because she dodged the bullet fast. There are other bullets and the people that are still together that well, are think of, yeah, undodgeable. Think, think about how many times like, it, you know, when Christianity mattered. Yeah. Um, where people like saved themselves for marriage. That's the only they reason. they for like two years and then they... The first night when they consummate, the guy's like, I can't come because I hate girls. Yes. Oh, my and God. You're like, what the fuck? I should have known about this a while ago. Sorry, yeah. Jesus said we shouldn't fuck until oh now. Oh, my God, yeah. Jesus said we shouldn't fuck until we're 100% committed to each other for eternity. What kind of <laughs> fucking ruling is That's that? That's a horrifying ruling. Christ is an idiot. That's why I'm a heathen. I mean, gods are idiots. Where they're <laughs> gods like, are idiots. Look, don't fuck each other. Don't mm -hmm. do that thing that everybody does. You know that thing that you're always going to be doing and with each other? And you have urges for Don't constantly. Do it. Don't do it. Until the day after <laughs> you have decided to, to be with this person for life. forever. Yeah. Through eternity. Marriage is only exists... I've had this discussion with a lot of people that because of religion. It's the only... It does, if you're not religious, you don't need to ever get married because... It is. It was just a way for the church to get people together, to breed more churchgoers, to get them yeah. together, more churchgoers. It has nothing to do with the way we live in our society nowadays, and it's just people want a piece of jewelry and a party, and it's because that's become a huge industry. But yeah, like it used to be religion, and yeah. now it's children. Now it's status. It's right? not now even it's like children, children, it's just well, status. I'm married, somebody picked me, like I'm not even kids. Really? Well, there's so many people that aren't even having kids these days. Yeah. So many yeah, people are not. Yeah, if you get married and then don't have kids, that is kind of 
It doesn't mean, make sense. There's nothing sense, wrong with but... it, but it doesn't make sense, right? Well, yeah, because what's the point of, like, I, it's just, I guess it's Why a, a symbolism. Why commit Yeah, it's weird. Like, I don't want to have any kids. I mean, I guess it's probably married people, though, kids that are like, but what are you guys talking about? Also, like, yeah. if, who cares if you're married, if you have, like, that whole thing is another church thing. It's like, you have to be married to have kids. Why can't you just, like, it's, maybe you, you don't want to be, <laughs> you should have some kids. Come on, pop no, them out. I'm not going to start talking about that. Pop them out. You don't need children. I don't need children. You need, like... Yeah, what do you have? Dog? You have dogs and cats. Yeah, what do you have? <laughs> what do you, what do you got over there? does she have over there? <laughs> I don't know. I don't look at her social media presence. <laughs> I, I ever snooze. I was watching Pharmacist. That's a good documentary. Oh, what's it's that? It's about like a literate, just a, a guy who was a pharmacist. And um, he noticed all these OxyContin prescriptions coming in. Yeah. And all these people that were coming in, none of them had crutches. Like they were all young people or people yeah. that were like skipping in sometimes. Skipping in? Yeah. And at that time, OxyContin was considered like an amazing pain management yeah. drug with low addictive qualities. Yeah. So this guy was the only guy that was sort of raising the alarm of like, why are so many people that are in good health coming in? But because there was so much money at every level, right? Yeah. So his the farm the guy who owned the pharmacy he worked at was like shut the fuck up. Yeah. This is our biggest selling drug. Like we make a lot of money off of OxyContin. So even on that level, from his job, he wasn't really allowed to say anything. And then he was looking at the prescriptions, and it was all the same doctor. Oh my god. It was like one doctor, and that doctor's office was open from like 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. In oh an, my in an God. industrial area. So this does that mean the doctor gets money for every prescription? Sure. Right? Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Well, they they charge you for the visit. Oh yeah. So yeah. they have the ability to give you a prescription for OxyContin. Yeah. And they can say it's a hundred dollars a visit. It's two hundred fifty dollars yeah. a visit. And, and the so, drug company obviously goes to the doctor. If you if you do five hundred prescriptions, we give you a ten thousand dollars bonus or something. Yeah. So yeah, the more that you guys Prescribe. buy, the more we make. Yeah. Yeah. So if you. And yeah, so it was a known secret within at the pharmaceutical company that you know we're targeting people who already sell a lot of opioids, and we're just going to convince them to start selling this one, and then yeah. people are going to get addicted and go yeah. fucking bananas. Oof. So yeah, and he, you know, it just shows you like this guy was like fighting and fighting to get people to realize, and it took like ten years, eleven years. And nobody listens, but the, I'm sure the government had something to do with it. <laughs> For sure, yeah. There's just too much money in it. Yeah. Just, everybody's making too, because they they interviewed this sales rep that was like, you know, yeah. I mean, uh, we were you know getting fifty thousand dollar bonus checks. Yeah. And so how do you quit? Yeah, you can't you're quit. Like, you're Even like, though you know you're about to murder that maybe yeah. millions of people. <laughs> and it's like some people you'd go in and talk to them and they would you'd be on board right away. Yeah. And other people would like take his paperwork and throw it in the garbage yeah. and tell him to leave. Yeah. So, yeah. That's crazy. But, yeah, I don't know. What are you doing next weekend? Do you have any big shows coming up? I'm doing Kelowna on with, Friday with myself and at Dakota's. At Dakota's. At Dakota's. And I'm doing um, the Queens in Nanaimo on Saturday. The Queens in Nanaimo? The Queens Jesus in Jesus Christ, you travel a lot. You travel too much. I do. Stay local. I Yeah, but I like to travel. I'm going to go to the Asia, the Asia. I'm going to go to the Asiatic. I'm going to try, I'm trying to get booked over there. And now everyone's like, you're going to get the, the yeah, thing. And I'm like, okay, well, good then. Like, I don't know oh, what to good. tell you. It's good press. Good press. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, stand up comedian with coronavirus. No one's yeah. done that yet. Well, um, you can be the first chick to do comedy with a surgical mask on all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Easier to get laughs when nobody can see your mouth. <laughs> Very muffled jokes. Yeah. Well, those are good. <laughs> <laughs> 
They have no idea whether you're smiling or frowning. I dare you to do a set with a surgical mask on. Hi, everybody. I'm just a little concerned about yeah. this area. I dare you to do I'm that. I'm worried about this word. You guys look pretty fucking gross. <laughs> you were choosing your words very carefully. Here's the thing. I, do, I get angry when I see people in surgical masks. Like, where do you think? You think you're cleaner than me? Fuck this. <laughs> But like, maybe he's protecting himself from you. I know people well, I know, that get sicker than they wear, though. What a, I hate it when I see that. Because it's like, you're in your house without it on, and then you're like, oh, I'm going to be around dirty people. <laughs> so then they see, you know, whenever I see somebody with a surgical mask, and I just go, fucking take it off. Yeah, man. take it off. For real. Are you that stupid? You think that's going to work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they get to the fucking plane, and the first thing the person does is like, you get to take your mask off, and then, okay, all the germs rushing in, and then, like, you're just convincing yourself of something that can't, it's not protecting you from anything. No. I don't think it will. And it's hard, they, they sweat, I remember when, when my mom was in the ICU, we had to get all dressed up to go see her. Like in a suit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Full gown. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that would have That'd be so funny. <laughs> you have to put on your corsage. You win. <laughs> to the ICU and then they looked at you and they said before you see your mom you're gonna have to gown up and, and then I'm like, like okay I brought and, one just in and case and then you go to the change and come back in your, in your grade 9 grad outfit <laughs> 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 with high heeled shoes oh my god and they were like what the fuck no one of the green gowns oh my god and you're like oh I don't look good in green <laughs> and then you just sit by your mom's side in your weird pink dress with your corsage. <laughs> they told me I had to gown up. Oh my god. That's the only time I've ever worn a wedding dress. <laughs> what I was <laughs> That's the closest thing we'll ever get to a wedding dress. Is when she gowned gown up. up to see her mom in the ICU. <laughs> my only gown that I've ever worn. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I wasn't even, I don't remember what I was saying. Well, who knows what the fuck we were talking about. <laughs> This is, I don't, this pod, you know what this podcast should do? What? Get shorter by one minute every time until it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of that? We'll just slowly turn the tap off. 54 minutes, 53 minutes, 52, 51, 50. Oh, I'm sure there's some comment that's going to take this concept and run with it. And then don't even acknowledge it. You just like, and the very just last disappear. podcast, we just go, well, hey, how's it going, everybody? Dead baby bear. Goodbye. Oh, you didn't win. See ya. Final episode, by the way. Oh, my God. Final episode, bitch. This is the last one. Um, I bought a lot of really good jeans at Value Village. What? These are Value Village jeans. I'm never not buying jeans anywhere but Value Village. These were $10. Well, the thing that's great about Value Village is like you feel kind of free trying stuff on, right? Yeah. And you can take like 10 fucking oh, things yeah. in. You can load a cart up and just leave it in front of your dressing room. Yeah. And it's usually kind of dead. Yeah. This is the store. So you don't feel bad about like trying something on, walking out and looking at it in the mirror. Yeah. Usually when you're at like any other store, that's, I'm not going, like Sport Check has really tried to fucking force you out of the change room. Oh, they have no change rooms. They have change rooms, yeah. but they're so small. Like they're like, here you go. Here you go, sausage. And then, <laughs> sausage. So you go in and you try your fucking <laughs> pants on and you try to look in the mirror and you're like, I can't even fucking see myself. I'm, I'm not far enough away from the mirror to see it. <laughs> So then you leave the change room to look in a normal mirror, and of course, then now there's three people going, That looks nice. Those are, get by those. Get that, get out of here. Fuck, fuck. You look at this fat thing you did when you went in there. 
tell you something. People would believe you were an athlete if they saw you. When you went in there with those pants, I was like, no fucking way. (laughs) Think about how many times like people at stores do that. Oh yeah. Where they see you, they see like a girl walk in with some optimism jeans. Oh yeah. And they look at each other like, uh uh. I had I have a joke about like a girl was like, are you gonna buy a gift for someone? She, okay. I literally had that happen to me. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> what store was it? Reedman's? It was like a. Because that'd be really insulting. No, that'd be insulting. <laughs> I am a Reedman's medium! If you walked into a Reedman's. And just had a they, they, they fucking big boyed you. <laughs> they were like, are you here to buy a gift for a prettier girl? <laughs> you're in Reedman's now, honey. And you were like, I am. What the fuck? I'm better than this store. Oh, get, no. Honey. You slowly just get drawn to Reedman's now. Oh, yeah. I mean, your ego takes you there eventually when you're 43. A re- I still want a shirt that says a Reedman's medium. Reedman's medium. I want a shirt that says that. And it would be a small. It would be a small. No. <laughs> so you actually got, what store was that that you got? I think it was, I have it in the joke as an Aritzia. I think it was like an Aritzia style. I can't remember which um, one. So was it for like thinner? Like Yeah, oh yeah. There was no way there was, I was literally just going to look at accessories. <laughs> but, but, you, but I mean, how is that not corporate policy? Like. If a girl comes in here who looks like yeah. nothing will fit her, we yeah. don't say get out of here. We don't go hiya. Yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we don't throw. A, we don't throw a chocolate. We don't throw a chocolate donut outside the store. Yeah, but most girls that don't fit in it don't want to go in and do that. So no. that rarely will happen. I guarantee you. But it happens sometimes. Sometimes you get a lot of bigger girls that go in yeah. to buy something for somebody else. Those and are always the girls that were skinny in high school, but now they gain weight, so they have a. They have the different body dysmorphia. They think that they're still skinny when the people, the girls that were bigger and now skinnier, they still think they're still fat. Oh, does that how that works? Uh huh. That's my theory. <laughs> so you were a thin chick growing up, and then you and get then older you get and you get a little fatter. You still are like I'm fucking. I still, I'm good. still rocking it. I'm not saying this is true, but this is my perspective. So it has to be true. It has to be true. Oh, there's gonna be some truth. skinny girls that are like I'm always. I'm like, okay, all right, but you never were, okay? Bitch. Get out of here. You used to suck quarterback dick. I was a lineman. <laughs> I got the lineman. I had to bring the, I was a towel girl, I had to bring the yeah. comrades out after I we were done. I would swallow guys on special teams. <laughs> oh you got God. to blow a quarterback. <laughs> you lucky princess. <laughs> I don't know if that, uh, that probably is wrong. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know if people are blowing quarterbacks still. I don't know what it's like to be a kid nowadays. <laughs> uh, they're wearing the jocks. <laughs> they wear the cups. Oh, I'm like, what did you They're do? wearing the cups. <laughs> I was like, why is he Why is he reaching for my pelvis? <laughs> the, fake, the fake cheater strikes again. <laughs> So the fake cheating thing is that's the guy's way to get out of it, and the girl's is I'm pregnant, right? Oh, because you think every man is just gonna leave? What? Your that can backfire on you hard. To fake pregnancy? Yes, because then what if somebody is really excited about it? Ooh, yeah, I get. Well, miscarriage. It's always in there. Right? I know, but then there's, the wild there's card. so many layers to this story. That's the wild card. So you I would, would never say, fake a pregnancy. That is I would horrifying. fake a pregnancy to get him to leave, and then if he was like, oh my god, I've always wanted a son, then I would wake up the next morning like. I'm bleeding. <laughs> you know? Everywhere. I hope it's not a miscarriage. Oh my god. And then I would take like a cabbage patch kid and kind of like melt it, put it in the microwave for 38 seconds, and then cover it in ketchup. Do you remember Andrew and Monica had a doll <laughs> with the melted head and, we, right. and we adopted it? I think his name is Jeffrey. I've got a picture of it, so I'll put that picture That's up. Right. We like, 
What was that doll's name? Jeffrey? And I think he, it might have been Jeffrey. What was the bit behind it? I can't remember. But he, like, literally in his head, it was like one of those That's plastic yeah, dolls. Like he melted it. And he yeah. melted the face. So the yeah, face is like all melted. Yeah, with the baby opera. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, yeah, that was a weird. I forget what the bit was. I but remember he likes babies because there was another bit where oh, he had yeah. that he pulled out of a box. Oh. <laughs> the first time I ever saw that bit, I peed my pants. I yeah. did, I did. I literally, yeah, I was watching it in the back at the comic strip and I literally, I, I, I've never peed my pants laughing before. But yeah, he, what is it? He pretend, he, uh, he pretends <laughs> he's a magician. Yeah. Or, I mean, sorry, he doesn't pretend. He is a magician. Yeah, he is a magician. And then he takes a black baby. No, he takes a white baby and oh, starts white, ripping yeah, the legs off. Yeah, he takes a white off. baby and rips all the limbs off. And puts it in this magic in box. Yeah. And then shakes it around. Taps the side. Yeah. And then pulls it out and it's a black baby. Baby full, all oh, hands and arms yeah, together. Arms and arms, yeah, together. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds awful when yeah. you just say it, but God damn it, that's literally, it. that's the funniest thing I have ever seen. Yeah, it was just so, he just... When a joke, the you don't see it coming, because you, I did not see that coming. I thought something, I don't know, I thought you'd pull out an orange or something. Yeah. But like, uh, honestly, like I was in the back, <laughs> I just, I wasn't expecting to laugh so hard at the punchline and I was just like, man, I'm just pissed myself. Yeah. <laughs> you just gush. Gushed everywhere. I, I comedy squirted. And you could, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> comedy squirted. That's yeah, he put a two figure punchline in me and. <laughs> Couldn't help myself. Oh, Shouldn't be doing this. Oh, my gosh. House. Yeah, but I don't ever laugh at shit anymore. Do you ever laugh at comedy anymore? Uh, when it's horrible, yes. But it's horrible, not yeah. when it's great. Yeah, because my favorite thing to listen to is bad podcast, <laughs> bad comedy podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't watch good comedy specials. No. It's boring. What's know? the best worst one you've seen lately? Um, the best worst one? Yeah. I don't know, because none of them are the higher profile ones. I like to watch like, you know, um, something on it, local comedians on YouTube or something like that. Oh, like you go that far, it's not yeah. even special. No, no, no. Oh, that's, yeah. I, that sounds like, fun and awful at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it'll be like Chris Heward's acceptance. <laughs> or, you know, like it'll be something, some local guy doing, <laughs> and then, you know, doing thank you and good night, Los Angeles. <laughs> They're building it. We talked about that before, right? Like the comedians yeah. that go to LA for a week, oh take 1.9 million photographs, and spread it over and two months. And spread it over the course of a year to make it look like they never left Los Angeles. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, no, I think they lived in Spruce Grove all that time. That means they, you've got to bring a lot of different outfits. <laughs> you yeah. film it. Like, I'm going to LA for two days. Yeah. I need to bring nine suits. <laughs> <laughs> That's exhausting, though. I mean, you just try to be good at comedy. <laughs> like, no, it's more exhausting. important to get nine tailored suits <laughs> and then you gotta fucking just go to the wait till they when do you guys close and then break in turn the lights on and take a stage pick <laughs> to make it look like you perform there but you had to fucking pick a lock to get on stage <laughs> it is so like it's so upsetting when you actually get on those magic stages sometimes that they're supposed to be like legendary like the first time I ever did the Laugh Factory, I was so, oh my god, this is the Laugh Factory. Holy shit, this is crazy. And then I get on stage and it's literally like 10 people in the crowd. I'm like, oh, it's like the downtown of Toronto. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like, it's very yeah. disappointing. <laughs> You're just like, okay. Yeah, there's not, yeah, but, there's no magic. I think the, like, what did I do? I did one in, uh, what the hell was the Ice House? Oh yeah, the Ice House is a cool place. And it was, uh, nobody was there. Yeah. And it was being taped for this really stupid thing that I shouldn't have done, but I was working with agents that were like, Yeah. You should do this show. It's a showcase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the first thing I do is I get there and they're like, 
Okay, right on. Um, you're gonna do a five minute set, and at the end, do a little jokey joke. <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? And they're like, yeah, just go up there, do five minutes, and at the end, we'll give you a jokey joke, and you read that. Oh, they would give you a joke? Yeah, so the idea was like, you know, we're gonna put 12 people, they, so they were filming it and putting it on uh, their website as content. Yeah. And the idea was like, you're gonna tell your material, yeah. and then you're gonna tell a street joke. Okay. And then if your material sucks, then at least we can put you on our website with the street joke. Close with the street joke. You were supposed to, but I was like, well, I don't think I'm going to do that. And then every person that was on the show, um, I was like, I don't belong here. Because they were, you know, I mean, they were probably new to LA as well. Yeah. And so they went on and there was a camera and nobody in the audience, not one person. And yeah. they just went up there and they're like, so the other day my sister-in-law said, and they just went and did their full set as if the place was packed and yeah. they would even pause and go, I know. And, and I was the only, like, I went up near the end and I was like, nobody's here. There is no one here. <laughs> I don't know what people, I don't know what the fuck happened <laughs> before me, but I want you to know at home, no one is, is here. in this room. <laughs> and I don't, and I think they did use some of it. And then somebody like accused me of being a joke thief because they were like, I've seen this fucking joke. So it was like online. Like on your street joke or on your joke jokes? I didn't tell any street jokes. I just oh, did, okay. I okay. just, did a, I just made, talked about how nobody was there and then did a couple jokes and left. Yeah. But I, but somebody that was, um, it was like the, I have a joke about the going to Vancouver Island on vacation or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And my girlfriend or whatever, my girlfriend gets killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. so I did, oh yeah, that one, that's, that's about rape or something. Um, the, so he, so the, he, I do that joke uh -huh. and then some, there was somebody commenting underneath like, I've seen this joke word for word from yeah. a comedian in Canada. This guy's a fucking joke thief. That's you. And I was like, that's the same, it's the same person, you <laughs> fucking idiot. And then they're like, and then other people are like, I don't know, it seems pretty original. And then he's like, no, he's a joke thief. So it was like oh, the num yeah, yeah, yeah. so it was the number one viewed clip of me <laughs> oh, for like five God. years, and it and the, was that on rooftop comedy? Is that what it was? No, it was like comedy time. Okay. In out of L.A., so it was like yeah, I think it had like you know I don't have many views on anything, but this yeah. one had like fifteen thousand views, yeah, yeah, and yeah. if you scroll down even a little bit, you will see like joke thief, joke thief fight. Oh my God. And I was like, what the fuck? This is my, you know, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, and the guy that was arguing it was like arguing for me. Yeah. Against me <laughs> on the most viewed clip of me. That's so weird. So it was kind of an ironic. Well, it's uh, never term. gotten far because I've never heard Sean the Comber joke thief in my life. <laughs> no. So then, then the guy did, um, yeah. So then I, I was trying to get it pulled offline. Yeah. Forever. Like okay. Beyonce was trying to get that one picture. Oh, was she? What there was, was a, there's a horrible video or picture. Oh, yeah, she's like this, and she's dancing, and it's all just. I'll look up bad Beyonce picture. I'll show you. But she tried to pay to get it off. Like, really? Yeah, the the internet. Uh, I'll just put up. Okay. Show me a picture of ugly Beyonce. <laughs> what? <laughs> that will not exist. I couldn't find any. Oh, good. In your photos library. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any in my library, but here's the picture. <laughs> I found the picture though. Oh yeah. Like it just there's. Yeah, uh, she looks like J Lo with Down syndrome. Yeah, it's everybody knows this picture. Like, but she tried to appear. It's I I could be just like spreading stupid uh, gossip. Is that her? Yeah, it's a. There's more. I mean, that's just her mid jig, right? Yeah, she's dancing, she's and they in the just caught her. Fucking weird dance. And I kind of feel like. Um, what would our faces look like if you caught us in the middle of doing like a jig 
Think about how ugly we'd look. Oh, sometimes when I'm taking screen caps of this to post online, I, I catch a really awful screen cap. <laughs> <laughs> and I delete it quickly. Yeah, no, uh, but I, I, there's a story that she paid to get it taken off the internet or something. And they, but I don't believe, well, I don't yeah. know. Now that you say it out loud, you're like, that sounds like I didn't have any crazy. money, but I was just calling this company and being like, look, yeah. can you just take that fucking video down? Yeah. Got, you know, doesn't mean anything to you guys. Yeah. And there's like nine... But it does mean stuff for them. They get paid. Yeah. Because there's a lot of watches. We're not gonna take that down. And then I think I don't even know if I've talked about this the uh, on the pod. I think I may have talked about it on the podcast before. But like I was contacting uh, their office in Los Angeles. Yeah. And they were like, "We'll get that done right away, sir." And then they just wouldn't do it. No, no, no. And I would call like. Maybe, but that's how it happens in Los Angeles. People say, "Oh, absolutely, we'll do that." And they're like, "Fuck, is it?" I think I would do it like once a year. Like yeah. once a year, I'd call and be like, I'd be reminded. I'd see it and be like, "Fuck." Take this down. Can they take that fucking video? Yeah. Down? And they would always be like, absolutely, sir, we'll do that. Yeah. And then I called one time and it was somebody in like, um, you know, somebody in Pakistan or something. And they and I, as soon as I heard their voice, like not to be racist, but when I heard their voice, yeah. I was like, oh no, this is never going to get no. figured out. You're they, never getting that clipped far- down. They farmed it out yeah. to a call center. Yeah. I'm never going to get that. You can't, you know, this person lives in a third world country. I'm going to be like, hi, there's some negative comments. About yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this video really hurts my self-esteem. So can you remove it? And I'd be like, yeah, I'll get right on that as soon as I get my family some clean drinking water. You fucking baby. You can't. That is such a first world problem. Yeah. Like, oh, just yeah. like, oh, I'm a clip that I don't like online. I can't get it down. But luckily, they're used to dealing with white people's stupid fucking problems. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, I was just like, can you take it down? They must like, hate he us. Like, uh, he was like, uh, I'll see what I can do. And I'm yeah. like, see what he can do. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the next day, I looked gone. It's gone. The guy took it down. Oh, he and did? I was like, yes. So he was in That's full compliance. He full was compliance. in full fucking compliance. Yeah, he was, he was very worried about keeping his job. So what have we got? This is the $1 million Royale. You get those ones. ticket. Are you not comfortable with these tickets? No, Darren Frost is messaging me, but I'm busy. <laughs> I'll have to message him when I get I'm done. All right. Um, this one was $10, and we could win $1 million. What's this $2 million thing? Oh, no, $2 million prizes from twenty to five hundred. Oh, rip off. Wouldn't that be nice if we won, like, five hundred? Yeah. Am I just doing it the shitty way? Yeah, do the okay. shitty way. Let's go straight. I like to being it. straight. Like this shows a real no foreplay. We went. Uh, uh, Adam and I were uh, in Calgary on Sunday night having a weekend, and uh, we where is it? Oh, <laughs> 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 oh, appears to be a non-winning ticket. Well, no, now we have to scratch it. Yeah, go ahead, double check that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust you, Barco. <laughs> but Adam and I went to this a bar in Calgary called the King's Head because we were staying across the street from it and uh, we went just to go have wings and then we're like what's happening here tonight and they're like oh there's a comedy show and I was like what and uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird I wasn't even like and I was like no one's gonna believe me but I'm like oh I had no idea but I literally had no idea that it was happening but I and who was on it was like the cyber gong show Calgary so Corey Hardy oh, hosted yeah. it and um, but I saw Brian Stollery I haven't seen him in forever and, the uh, Children's Hospital? <laughs> yes, Brian Stollery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Children's Hospital just showed up. Oh, it was okay. so good to see them. <laughs> but I got like really drunk and we played DLTs and we won about $200 on the DLTs. Really? It makes I you did feel it, sober. But Adam, I'm not good at it. Does it sober you up when you make, win that kind of money? No, it makes you drunk because <laughs> you keep spending. 
That's a good idea. Yeah, that, yeah, we drank a lot. Um, we fucking lose money every goddamn week. I know. And I had to eat a hot dog. You had to eat a hot dog? I was hungry. I had to eat a hot dog. <laughs> I had a fucking chili cheese dog. You know, so you're blaming the lottery ticket on your chili cheese dog. Yeah, I'm blaming the podcast <laughs> on having did a you go to, um, chili cheese dog. Did you go to Max? Is that where you got it from? Because I love Max because yes. they have real hot dogs everywhere. <laughs> Do they really? It says real hot dogs. Yeah, real. They're real. They're real. Not those fake fucking. Not those fake 7 Eleven bullshit shit. big bites. You know what that big bite is full of? Assholes and titties. Titties? <laughs> Nipples. I think guys would like hot dogs more if they knew it was breast meat. Uh, yeah. Do you, is that your favorite meat? <laughs> oh, yeah. Or are you more of it's a, the first thing I carve off the dead lady. Are you more of a rump roast kind of dude? I don't know what to eat first. <laughs> are you like you know? ribs? <laughs> I wouldn't. I think I would just die. You don't mean, you think you would just die? Like if you were in a scen- if you were in that alive scenario. Oh yeah. Where there's like four dead people, two girls, two guys. You're the only survivor, and you, there's no berries. Which would you eat first, a man or a woman? Well, would you eat any of it, or would you just starve? I, I would not want to starve. I would, here's what I would say. Okay, if I start eating human, yeah. then my last meal is still human. It's gr- you know, like, yeah. I'm just going to live here eating human until I run out of human to eat, and then I'm going to starve after eating four humans. What if you found out a human is delicious? Then that's disgusting. <laughs> well, You'd be a different person. You couldn't go back to your family. Isn't that the whole thing about eating people is you can't stop once you start? <laughs> it's just so good. Because it's so good. You <laughs> to like bacon. You try, have you ever tried bacon? Think about it. Like bacon on top of bacon. Yeah. Have you guys ever tried that's turkey? People. Have you guys ever tried turkey human? Turkey human. Anyways. Well, that should wrap up this podcast. <laughs> Sean wants to get out of here. This is episode. Holy fuck. We've talked for way too long. <laughs> I don't it's know. It's 6 p.m. Okay, so what? Um, what yeah, you? so this, how long was this podcast? This was like, and then what are we just at? Wind- 50. 50. 50. Oh, Sean, you just like keep cutting them down. You keep cutting them down. <laughs> trying to get out of here. Really? really? I don't know. I do think you? 50. Because we never talked about this. How long should the podcast be? I feel like a good podcast is like an hour. What? I don't know how those people do three, four hour podcasts. That's fucking mind-blowingly crazy that someone can talk every day. I think at the speed the world is moving nowadays. People just want all that content? They just want a little listen and chuckle and leave. They oh, don't you want to hear that, you talk. For like a 10-minute podcast? Mm, not 10. Well, we could do like a microcast where yeah. we do like little... Four minutes. We just do a little radio play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I drive in from Fort Saskatchewan and we talk for four minutes and then we leave. <laughs> Jim, we're just going to take up ten minutes of your time. <laughs> well, we did a photo shoot too, right? We did a photo shoot and the photos were uh, lovely and they're on our Instagram at some point. I love them. It turned out good. Yeah, the bear is a pretty good idea. I don't know if the green screen ones worked. I asked them, but I don't know. I haven't heard back yet. But What was he going to put behind us? Like Auschwitz? Whatever we wanted. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Just Auschwitz. It was just, you know, like, where are we in this photograph? Oh, you guys are in the center of Krakow's food court. Krakow? What the fuck are we? Hey! You overused your green screen limits, producer. I don't want to be in the middle of the Krakow oh fire pit. Have you ever used a green screen? Trying to resuscitate a bear. No. I got to do the weather once. Um... On CTV Morning, and they had a and green sweater on. No, I did that though. Did you really? When I was a kid, I did oh, when they had that via broadcaster. Oh, I have it. it. I still have it. And somewhere. you were like, "Hi, I'm Kathy McGee." <laughs> yeah, reading on a teleprompter. Tonight, our top story is something about poor people. 
it was like probably uh, and then you were killing it was probably like that. nine and the the newscast was probably like this bitch is good yeah, it was, <laughs> you know who it was with shauna randolph oh. who's since moved on from cbtv or cbtv tt aptvn <laughs> you have a bit we should get a sitcom on aptn well, yeah we should yeah just just take it <laughs> just take over APTN. <laughs> no, I mean get a show on it about pipelines or something. Yeah, that are I've been I didn't know if you should talk about this, but I've been reading both sides because I have no idea what's going on with all this, and I'm just I'm just I'm I'm getting so many rhetoric from both ends. So I was like reading a lot of different. I was reading like far left. I was reading far right. I was reading this one guy who was like is a native person is like this is fucking ridiculous like there's only a few natives that are angry about this and it's all these white people protesting because they want to um. be protesters it's been an interesting read but there's a my problem is like there are a lot of communities that are like yes this will help our community we really need this but the environmentalists are winning I don't know, I'm gonna sound awful. I don't know. Like, you're horrible, Kelly. I'm literally, I'm in the middle, literally in the center of it. I want, I just want everybody to get along. <laughs> Why can't we just build it over and paint it like a rainbow? But someone said it's not even an oil one, it's a natural gas pipeline, which is very different. I don't, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what it is, but there's something about Canadian politics that I find just, even when something interesting's happening, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like, like, I'm an American political news junkie. I listen to podcasts yeah. about American political news all the time. Yeah. But for, even when something interesting is happening in Canada, I don't give a fuck. You just think it's fake? But I, not, I don't think it's fake. It's just like build a pipeline or don't. Yeah. Or protest or don't. It doesn't matter. Who yeah, cares? Yeah. You know, yeah. It's no big deal. But I, I guess I shouldn't feel that way. I should feel like, who's in the right here? I just don't really want to. I just wanted to like actually know kind of because this is problem with the world today is you know people just get onto one side and that's it. They don't ever explore the other side, and so then you start reading the other side of something that you're so against, and you're like, oh shit, that's a that's a really great point, and oh we're taking you know we're doing yeah. this or that, and then I if mean, you're there's nothing wrong with asking the question like who is protesting, where are they from? Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you're gonna go down the conspiratorial road, you're always gonna be like, they're paid protesters. Like, but that's, that's happened from the beginning saying, of time. But there's like one, like one. There was one community on Vancouver Island that these protesters came and said, "We're protesting in the name of this community," and then they were like, "No, we." we they said that they were working with that community, and the natives were like, "No, they're not. We do not endorse this protest of this closure of this highway." And it's just people that are excited to disturb shit, and they're disturbing it. And there's a lot of shitty things happening because of all of this on both sides. Yeah, I mean, it's not as cut and dry as, like, say, protesting against the Chinese government in Hong Kong or something. But, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, I mean, that's happened from the beginning of time is as soon as there's protests against what you agree with, you say that they're paid. Yeah. Right. You say, oh, they're paid. Like, so even if there's an uprising in your country and you're the government, you're going to say those people are paid yeah. protesters. None of them are here of their own free will. They're all got some fucking money, so yeah. I don't trust people that throw money into it because they're usually just trying to sort of muddy the waters a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, it's fair to say like, where are they from? Are they from this community or not? Yeah. If they're and not from this community and they're protesting something in this community. And that's kind of bullshit. Maybe they, you know, maybe their voices don't yeah. carry that much weight. Yeah. But it is weird that like these people, they're not even listening to the other side. So they're not even listening to the actual people that this is affecting. That's the problem. There are people on that side that are like, no, we would really appreciate all these jobs and we do want this to happen. But there's like a small minority that's just like, 
you know, you're yeah. racist if you, you hate us if we have to do this. You're destroying our world. And like, I don't know. Our world's pretty destroyed already. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, so. I'm pro-Aboriginal until it comes to like um, ancestral burial grounds. You know what I mean? We can't, we can't respect that. I mean, let's get serious. <laughs> oh, because there... That was a... That was a... When you thought that you could bury your dead and then we just wouldn't ever build anything on top of it. Yeah. That was an idea from a time before there was seven and a half billion people. But according to There's 80s horror movies, you should never build above an Indian burial ground. Or a pet cemetery. Or a pet... Well, no, they weren't built above the pet cemetery. No. Because you'd bury the people six feet deep, so Jesus should find them. <laughs> and then you'd bury your cats 12 feet deep, because they're scary when they're dead. <laughs> if your cat came back to life, like, yeah. you're going to miss your dog. But oh, yeah, dog, but he, I know there's something wrong. Eugene, I wouldn't kill him, I'm Like sorry, a zombie yeah. Eugene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, He's already a bit of an asshole. I couldn't handle a zombie You'd Eugene. have to kill him. Yeah, of course. That's what every zombie movie is about. That's always happens. you got to kill your... Mother, you gotta kill your baby or something. <laughs> zombie That's baby. all those stupid movies are about. You gotta kill your mom, your baby, or the things that you wanna kill. Do you think that that's what's happening with the coronavirus? Do you think it's gonna turn into zombies? Because it's scary. Listening, I'm listening too much to the news because it's probably not as bad as. But there's like the guy that was trying to whistleblow is dead. Another doctor yeah. is dead, and it's like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, I mean, Chinese people like their government until there's something like this, right? Until there's a panic and then the, the information gets out too slowly. I think, like, there's been a lot of people that have died. I think there's, a lot like, 75,000 people have yeah. been tested positive and more than, like, around 2,000 have died. It is also crazy how shit spreads. Yeah, and it's always like us. At a, it's always at some market. Yeah. That we, you know, we're cooking, we're eating something we shouldn't be eating. Yeah. Wasn't it bat or? It was snakes? like a fucking like some kind of weird armadillo looking thing. Oh. Okay. And it's on the endangered species and list. And if you, somebody ate it. Yeah. And it, so and basically, the way I look at it is, if you're on the endangered species list, this is the eat. only way that you can survive. Yeah, yeah. Is to give humans a disease and that forces them to not oh, consume you anymore. Oh, that's true. So the maybe thing, it was the koalas giving us chlamydia. Yeah. So it's like so. Yeah, We're not, I'm not gonna eat a koala. It's probably a chlamydia. Oh, <laughs> Gross. Here, what is this? That is panda pussy. <laughs> you have to lick it 80 times and then put it in your mouth. <laughs> but that literally is the only way you can save your life. Yeah, that's an true. It's like, I hope whatever's in me... Will kill humans. Kills humans. Oh because God. then they'll have to leave me the fuck alone. You know? And that's what's happened. So these, like, armadillo-looking fucking weird cat-looking yeah. things in China... They were... There's, like, four variations of the species. They were all on the uh, endangered species oh, no. list. And after this, they probably, their populations will expand and expand because they'll be like, I'm not eating that shit anymore. Do you think they ate it because they were really hungry or because they just wanted to try it? Um, I think they were, no, they probably, uh, they, the reason they're endangered is because in People that market, it. they were like, we love it. It's, you know, oh. you know, how it's like one of those special foods. They're like, oh yes, this is the best. And this is good for oh, healing and I all that it. fake nonsense. Like abalone. Isn't that, that stuff looks so gross, but it's so expensive. Yeah. And I mean, you know, whatever. Maybe yeah. I'll go to China one day. I'm scared of China. China just scares the shit out of me. Facial recognition software. Like you'd be, what would your social credit score be in the communist China? Oh, very low. After a set. Very low. <laughs> after you did a set in fucking Beijing, and then you walked <laughs> home to your apartment, and your social credit score is zero. Is, it, is that a thing there? Yeah, in Beijing, like you have a social credit score, and if it's too low, you can't um, oh, get on a train or a bus. Oh, why? What, what makes your score go down? 
It depends where you go when you leave your house. So you leave your house, and then uh -huh. if you go to a mosque, your social credit score goes down because you've entered what? a mosque. If you go to a church, it How goes do they down. know where you're going? They have facial recognition software, so they know where you're going at all times. What? And it follows this algorithm where it sort of says, you know, if this person goes into... Is it to catch terrorists? Is this the point of it? Um, no, the, the idea of it is just to figure out who is against them and who's for them. <gasps> and it's mo it, it, This is not real! And it moderates your behavior, right? So oh, like, I'd be fucked in that country. They hear me so, talking shit about them all the time. I read something about a guy that tried to get, like, tried to use, um, a vending, tried to go to a vending machine. Yeah. And he tried to buy, like, chips, and it wouldn't let him, because his social credit score was too low to purchase from a vending machine. Because they thought he should go on a diet? I guess. And then he went back to his room and posted something positive about the government on his like social social media uh, page. Yeah. And then went back and he could purchase the chips. <gasps> because the social credit score had jumped up. Could you just wear a mask machine. everywhere? No, because it can pick out just your eyes. <gasps> right, it can pick out just your eyes yeah, and your the top of your I'm head. horrified right now. <laughs> Why do you want to have kids, people? Why do you want to to this? This is horrifying. As soon as sex stops being fun, you won't see any kids at all. It's gonna get worse. That's what really needs to happen. Sex will never stop being fun. Well, that's what needs to happen. Is we need to you, when it, your daughter's born, and then you just like take like okay, no more nerve, no more nerve endings now. <laughs> it'll just feel like eating. It'll just, it'll just <laughs> if you fuck a guy, it'll just feel like eating noodles. That's kind of sexy. <laughs> I like, love uh, eating noodles. And then sex feels like nothing. Yeah. And then that's when humanity will start to fucking figure things out. Oh, I guess so. Once sex we stop robots. fucking. Sex robots. Wait a second, though. Sex robots for us to fuck? Yeah, and then we can get them pregnant. And then they can have like half robot, half human babies. That would not be possible. <laughs> <laughs> you said it like a half human, half robot. That will not be possible. <laughs> oh, really, Kathleen? Sounds like it's already happening. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you the government's putting stuff in this weed. Yeah, <laughs> it's turning robot. us into robots. I'm a robot from the waist down. That's funny. The government could control us with weed. Everybody's smoking it. Yeah, well, they can. You know, we get controlled with like sex feeling good, right? So just cut the nerve endings out. Zippity doo dah. <laughs> cut the dick just off. Like your, no, not cut the dick <laughs> off. All the no, nerve no, endings. not cut the dick all off. All the just nerve endings <laughs> gone. It feels like nothing. You can yeah. still get erect. You can still soil yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but it just feels like nothing. Listen, I don't miss sex, but I really miss soiling myself. <laughs> I really miss being wet. <laughs> it made it easier to clean. That's gross. Just a See, this is, what, this is what happens when we try to push. This is what happens when we try to push the podcast an extra ten minutes. If we get gold, Jerry, gold. We get no gold. There's no gold. What are you forget what we were even talking about. Oh my god. Was it on this podcast that I was talking about that like if you are a wing lady you should get pussy currency for that? Really? Like if you are one of those girls, I have it written down somewhere. If you're a girl that like is the wing, which I've often been the wing. What's the wing? Like in the wing man situation your girlfriend's oh. hot and so this is what this happened to me once. I'm like girlfriend was very hot and I saw this like hot dude checking her out and then there was like a, like a shorter whatever dude next to him and then uh, I see the little guy walking towards me and I'm like oh I'm the wing <laughs> but but like do you think that like if I if my friend gets laid because I pussy commission that's what it's called 
What do I get for being your pussy wingman? Right? If a girl gets you laid, she should get like a she gets in her social profile or whatever the fuck that's called. That should make you go through the her roof. Her sexual credit score. Your sexual credit score. <laughs> yeah, there's a sexual credit score. Yours and you'd be getting on any train you want. Break this way now. Your sexual right. credit score is through the roof. <laughs> I'm just blowing everybody. I just swallow. How did that happen? I just swallow I everybody's just swallow. semen. I just swallow without even being asked. I mean, to come on, guys. How come this bus ride's free? Everything's free. Get in there. Everything's free in Pussyland. Uber. Yeah, free Ubers, free fucking Subway sandwiches. Wouldn't that be six fucking amazing? Finally, I'd be on top of the world. You would be on top where Captain likes it. Or what if like you get your sexual credit score and you're like, that's it? I thought, I I thought it was better. I thought I was doing I good. I guess all those guys were lying when they said that. Yeah, that's why they just left and never came back. <laughs> no, that's wrong. Shouldn't have said that. They oh all came back. <laughs> well, we had a fun day. podcast. Thanks for being on it. Thanks for being on it, too, Sean. <laughs> Thanks, on on Thanks for being on it. Being on it and being honest. And being honest and on it. <laughs> and now, Kathleen, get on it. Good night, Wendy. Good night, Wendy. <laughs>